Welcome to the stripped down right. node nothing nude cast from the bare naked boys. We can touch you, we can feel you. Can you feel us? From everywhere to everyone, from hey, I've got no son. It's always been done. The crop passed. Repassed. All I want to br- do is brush his teeth. It's my co host, Evan. Oh, shit. Did I just do the introduction? Hell yes, you did. He's so 1990, and it's 1994. Oh. We, who? Who am I? <laughs> oh, uh, you see, you threw you me off my game. Forgot. It's my co-host, Sakre. Sakre Blue. He's my co-host, Saker. You thought we just read lines from yeah, the song well, at the beginning? I of really the episode. got off my. I got off the beginning of my game. <laughs> I like you introducing the episode. You rarely do that, and it's a joy. Uh-huh. It's a treat and a joy and a good time. What kind of treat is it? Um, a Turkish delight. You know, people say Turkish uh-huh. delights are bad. I like them. I love them. I, I I don't know if love is the word for me, but I definitely I definitely don't I wouldn't like well, turn my nose up at a Turkish delight. I think the 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 thing is that I have never had a cheap Turkish. I've only had ever mm. one Turkish delight, and it was from a fancy bakery, and it was. You've only ever had one Turkish delight, and it was the Turkish delight. It was the one from the so the book. would you yeah would you sell out your family for it? <laughs> Truly. I- yeah, I think I, mean, I would. It so was, this is this is even absent a very nice woman who is who is like selling you on the idea. You're yeah, just like you just there's just a plate that says it was the, sell out your family. You can have this. And you're like <laughs> well, sure, bro, take the, it away. The middle aged chubby baker who sold it to me. <laughs> I think yeah, I'd, I'd take it. All right, you don't, um, even, need a, you don't even like a rep, uh, like a mother figure or anything. No, I just want one. Not even an infinite amount of Turkish delights. <laughs> just the one is all I need. Well, I think that like. People get down on Turkish delights, but in the context of like Buddy, C.S. I'd get C.S. Down C.S. On Lewis, a delight oh, you right know now. I would. They're pretty good, and <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, they're not like. Would I rather have a Turkish delight or like some sort of modern candy? Probably the modern candy, but you got to imagine in the context they're made, like this, the, the Blitz, like, right? Or at least the, the when uh, C.S. Lewis is talking about right. them, right? So these kids are like getting bombed by Nazis, right? Probably not a lot of candy going around. What candies do they have in the twenties? Let's list them. Turkish delights. Okay, this is not a good like those soap. <laughs> <laughs> those little uh, from Grave of the Fireflies. There's yeah, those those little fruit drops. <laughs> <laughs> Grave like, of the that's, all, that's all I got, buddy. Uh, and then oh, the, they all have like it's all the shit that like uh, greatest generation grandmas had. So they have like the, the fucking ribbon candy. You yeah, know, where it's just like extruded from like a Play-Doh press. Sure, they've got all those like spice drops are you talking about like the strawberries that are in the wrappers the strawberry candies that oh are yeah they like got those jelly yeah, yeah they got like jelly in the middle they got sure. this they got like the spice drops which sure. are like gumdrops but they're flavored like anise yeah. and cinnamon and I spearmint drops. they got they got fucking black jelly beans oh my fave i love anise are you an anise boy no i hate anise are you an anise boy mm. <laughs> think about that one for a sec <laughs> Uh, no, no. <laughs> I didn't need to think about you it. You looked around as if we were going to change. I thought topics. I thought I we were ready. changing the topics. I no, should I should have known better. Than, to I should have known like better to try to get Saker off the topic of bodily <laughs> fluids. It's too fun. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of other candies. Yeah, they got. I mean, they got the. That's it. Uh, Wrigley's spearmint gum. Wrigley's and double mint gum. Cinnamon uh, discs. That's it, right? Yeah, yeah that's pretty much that's it. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, maybe some. The fireballs exist back then. Mm. No, I don't I think so. That seems like it'd be a little too spicy for the greatest yeah, generation. Even though they do have spice drops, but it is too spicy. I, right. I mean, like the cinnamon spice drops aren't really that hot. I think that the like the great the American palate for the greatest generation, like verging into baby boomers, is real bland. Yeah, I would agree with. Uh, yeah, I'd agree. I mean, with that. well, it depends. Are you are you an ethnic? I'm using air quotes. Family, or are you like a Americana? I've always family? called baby boomers 
Toast Boys. Because that was what they loved to eat, and that's all they ate. Um, my oh. little toast boys. Okay. Sometimes they would have a spice drop on it. Sometimes they would. Uh-huh. But these toast boys, I'll tell you what, they love them some toast. Good shit. And then we have some bare naked ladies news to discuss today. I looked at you and thought he's not opening his mouth. I have nothing else to contribute to this conversation. Well, you once again backed us into a conversational corner. <laughs> Saying toast boys was yeah. a conversational corner. Well, you ran off on like a weird tangent. I think that's an like, opening in your in your own mind. It's like so either I could I could pick up the bit and we could just go like full Tim and Eric uh-huh. like anti humor on this and just talk about anti humor. What toast boys is? Toast boys makes me laugh. Toast boys. What was what do you call the baby boomer generation? Uh, the baby boomer generation. Jesus Christ, <laughs> you are. I I don't. I think call we them the people have... who, when they when they stop being hired or when they stop having jobs, I will probably be in trouble. Why? Because I can impress baby boomers. Oh yeah, you have no technological know-how. Yeah, You're yeah. not going to be able to impress the next right, generation. Right, right, right. My, but by my... that time, you have such seniority that you'll be the one that needs to be impressed. Perhaps. I mean, it's those Gen Xers I need to worry about, man. <sighs> Always calling me into fucking Gen-Xers. meetings. Do they? Apparently, that's what Gen Xers do. They like face-to-face time. Really? That's what they told. That's what the uh, generational seminar that I took told me. Interesting. And what are millennials like? Texting. Not FaceTime. Okay. And flex time. <laughs> yeah. They remember it's like the the millennials value time over money necessarily. I mean, obviously we're all poor, so we don't we value money, but like your personal time is kind of is kind of valuable. Sure. So if we you had, if you had a choice to, costs. so would you rather have? you know, a $10,000 bonus or work from home three days a week. And I think most of our generation would take the work from home. Depending, Jesus. well, if once you like, once you hit like a certain break even living point, right? I was I mean, born in the wrong generation. I think I'm a greatest generation kind so of guy. You would take a, you would take the 10K bow? Yeah, I'd take the 10K bow. Okay. Wouldn't you? I don't know. Okay. Probably not. home is like, who cares? I would enjoy the hell out of it. Really? Why? Or like, or like say you could, um, I mean, we're, we're more focused on productivity rather than being there, living there at right. work, right? So if I can get my work done in four hours, I want to be able to leave uh, after four hours. Like I, I don't want to have saying. to fucking sit there for four more yeah, hours. Yeah, good point. Because I mean, honestly, like after I've automated most of my job, I can get it done in like three quarters of the time I used to, but yeah. I still got to be there for those extra like two and a half hours. If I can get kids in and out of the classroom as quick as possible, <laughs> if I can automate the children. Well, your job's different than mine, <laughs> yes. right? Right. And I mean, I actually do need to be there because we have like blow ups and shit and I need to answer questions. So. Yeah. You can just be on call seven days a week. Bum, bum. We have some Bare Naked Ladies news to talk about Give today. me those Two pieces. news. Number toast, one. Toast boy. I'm sure you saw. Bare Naked Ladies on Are tour dead. next summer <laughs> with Grateful Dead. No. With Hootie and the Blowfish. Hold my fucking hand. Yeah. Only I want you to hold my you. hand. <laughs> um, Hootie and the Blowfish are the... Main stage band. Huh. And Bernie Ladies are opening for them. Well, that, that makes sense. I mean, Does it track? Bernie Ladies have been playing since the 90s. Hootie but, and the Blowfish have t- kind of took a hiatus. Right, but like... Which I guess it, means demand is higher for yeah, them Yeah, it's, like, right? it's like their get-back-together band. So, like, Bare Ladies just came through Columbus last summer, right? right? So if they come through again, like, some people will come see them, some people won't, but it'd be yeah. like, oh, yeah, they come, you know, every couple of years. Yeah. But if Hootie and the Blue Boys, <laughs> the Toast Boys, <laughs> Toast Boy and the Blow Boys, <laughs> Toast, Toast Boy, Boy and, and the, the Blow, Blow Pops. All right. Uh, if they came through, would you see them? Uh, I mean, I, I feel like if they came through and the Bare Naked Ladies are opening for them, I kind of have to see them, right? So here's the deal. They're playing in Cleveland, in Cincinnati. Why the fuck would you not play in Columbus? Nobody plays in Columbus anymore. Because in Cleveland, you get all the northerners, right? Nobody wants to go from the north to Columbus. Mm-hmm. And in the, if you play in Cincinnati, you get Kentucky. You get Columbus is like 
okay, we're going to get the people who are in the middle of the state. Like, But we're like the largest fucking in- I know. Ta- city in Ohio. I know. And but in Cleveland, you get like twice the size of Cleveland. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's dumb. It's a dumb move, but we'd have to get out of here if we wanted to see them. I don't know. I think just like Cleveland and Cincinnati have still that like fucking prestige back from when they were big steel towns yeah and now they're garbage holes yeah yeah they are garbage holes I, cincinnati is a garbage hole uh cincinnati more so than cleveland jungle like, gym s- s- right but that's like <laughs> that's the one thing they have yeah, like, they had an ikea so you go down there for that but now yeah. we have an ikea too they also have the only jack-in-the-box within like three states so who uh, cares uh this boy cares i've never actually a munchie i've meal never the eaten jack-in-the-box oh my friend you want a burger and tacos Buddy, you got to get yourself. I will to go the to the McDonald's by my house and then walk ten feet to the Taco <laughs> Bell, right next to it. But they won't be. I in- live in like the fucking Midwest. Like I can't. Like I have to like get out of the way of a Burger King <laughs> being built when I step out of my house. <laughs> there, there's four Burger Kings being erected <laughs> right. on each side of your house. Exactly. Like, um, yeah, I guess you're right. Like I can't. You can't spit without hitting a fucking fast food chain here. But I think the the highlight of Jack in the Box is that they ser- they have curly fries, they have regular fries, they have tacos, they have burgers, they have nuggets. You want an enchilada? You want a shake? You but want? Are a- they good? Is this like no? A- it's okay. all bad. Okay. Is it like they don't? So it's like a you know. Master, uh, jack of but all trades fun. sort of thing. Jack in the box of all trades. Mm-hmm. The thing for Jack in the box is though they cater specifically to stoners. They have like a late night munchie box. Like mm-hmm. I like that aesthetic. Okay. Just like a bunch of shit food for very cheap. Well, good. Okay, never mind. I, I can I, see you are not gonna go to Hootie the Blowfish. Let's go to the Hootie show. It's, it's in, in July. I'd rather go to Cleveland than Cincinnati. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I like Cleveland. I don't like Cincinnati that much. Okay. All right, we'll go to we'll go to Cleveland, I guess. Like, like I, the only time, I, the last time I went to Cincinnati was for a Cirque du Soleil show, and I almost got knifed in a back alley. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give Cleveland a, or Cincinnati a miss and go up to Cleveland. Oh, tell this story, please. I'm not going to tell it. Okie dokie. Never <laughs> mind. Did you get mugged? I mean, I just curious. It wasn't a mugging. It was a, a a gentleman came up to me with a knife and said, uh, "I feel I feel like I'm about to rob somebody." <laughs> okay. Like, like, could you? <laughs> Sounds could, like could he's you inviting me, you to be. Well, could you give me some money so I don't have to rob anybody? Uh, <laughs> and he, <laughs> he had, had a knife. He had a knife. He was brandishing. Okay. He wasn't brandishing. He had it like in his pocket. Like he, he was like putting. He was like fiddling with it. Then okay. he came up to me and put it in his pocket. Okay. So, not a great, not a great look Yikes. for for Cincinnati for me. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. I hear it's gotten a lot better, but I don't want to go back. But Cleveland's got like it's got Great Lakes Brewing. It's got the North Market. Not the North Market. What is it called? Uh, yep. I don't Something know market. Yep. I know exactly. Yeah. About. So it's got it's got that whole okay. that whole it's got a bunch of nice. Let's places. drop our. We live in. We grew up in the same place. So let's drop mm-hmm. our kids off with the parents. Sounds good. And go to Cleveland. All right, July. I'm gonna buy tickets. Oh, God. <laughs> You're locked in, my friend. What's the second piece of bare naked ladies? Second news? piece of bare naked ladies news. It comes from uh our Twitter. It comes from Dan Blake, which whose question we just answered. Dan Blake. Hey, Dan. At DF Lynn. Uh, DF Lynn Blake. Uh, he says, at Ben Dunn Pod, I've noticed Stephen Page is touring Atlantic Canada early next year with Symphony New Brunswick, conducted by Andy Cregan. Motherfucker. Will they pull another lady away from the core band and form a rival mirror group? Will they all wear goatees? I need to know. Oh. So, can we form the lair, the lair naked babies? <laughs> I mean, Stephen and Andy almost are as powerful as they might be more powerful mm-hmm. than Ed Tyler, Jim and Kev. I don't know. It's a force to be reckoned with. Oh yeah. I mean, you're definitely, you're this, this splinter group is definitely going to cause some, you know, it's going to cause a rift. 
Well, there already is a rift, buddy. Right, okay. <laughs> Let's assign each of the Bearded Ladies a power level between one to five. So like a say, like a Super Saiyan power level? Yeah, but just between one to five. I think Steve is a five. Yeah, Steve's right? a five. And Andy is a... Um, he's creative. He's good. I say a three. Yeah, I'd give him Maybe a four. I'd give him a three. Three? Okay, we'll say three. Right, he's, not really, he's not really in for the fame. Right. Ed, Ed's a solid four for me. Ed's a four. Uh, Kev, Jim, Tyler. All right, what's Kevin? Kev's a four for me, too. Oh, boy. I feel like Kev is integral. Jim, I'm going to say he's a three. I'm going to also say three. And Tyler is a... Tyler's a two, if we're rating him that way. Woof, yikes. Well, I mean, I feel like if they got... They, I mean, personally, Tyler's a fucking five. Right. But they could get another drummer, and it wouldn't affect their music that much, sure. correct? Yeah, I, like, I, I don't know. So. I don't think he contributes to the... I mean, he contributes a little bit to the writing process, so right? So the Lair Bacon Nadies have a score of eight, mm. and the Brandon Ladies have a score of 13. So all the Lair Bacon Nadies uh. need to do is steal Jim, and they've won the contest with a score of 11 to 10. Can you imagine the brothers Cregan with Steve? Damn, son. Do you think, though, that they would come over? Jim? Yeah. I think he could touch the dark side. I think at this point in Jim's life, he's made enough money, right? Like, the Brannigan ladies have made the money. Mm -hmm. They are done. They're still going to make residuals from Big Bang Theory mm -hmm. theme. They're going to make residuals from all their albums they've sold, from Baby Blues, which is still airing every day on UPN. <laughs> um, UPN. But, uh, and so I think Jim is ready to be creative, right? Jim is creative. But he's ready to be... You know what happens when Jim gets creative. <laughs> I sure do know what happens. Hey, 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 back it up. We get episodes like last week. I didn't mind that song. Yeah, that song is ass butter. I liked it. I know. Okay. And I liked Peter Roy and the Corthas, and I liked uh, Spider in My Room, too. I mean, they weren't like songs that were going to blow me out of the fucking right. water, but I didn't not, I didn't not like Before them. Before I looked into Bare Ladies, and I didn't know really the singers or anything like... Peterborough and the Karathas, I would skip every time with a hatred that is unreal. Hmm. I just Weird. can't, like, before I even had a, a dislike for Jim, I don't know. Huh. I like Jim. Jim is great. Huh. I don't know. I mean, different strokes <laughs> for different folks, right? I guess like, so. The type of music Jim makes is a very specific type of music, and if it doesn't land for you, it doesn't land for you, man. Here's the big you're question. Gonna, you're going to hate it. Will they wear goatees? Bigger, I think they Bigger question, go. can they grow goatees? Let's let's rate these guys. So okay. we know that Steve... on a scale of one to five goatees. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Steve is a five. Steve is a five. He can. Oh, I can see yeah. Steve wearing a goatee. Well, I mean, but yeah, and he has worn a goatee. Yeah. So goatee, definitely Andy goatee. Has too much of a baby face. Yeah, I don't think Andy could do a goatee. I rate him two <laughs> on the goatee scale. I'd rate. Yeah, I'd get him a two goatees. Uh, and so if Jim joined them, what do you think? I think Jim's, Jim's a, a two. Jim's a two too. Yeah, I don't, actually, or, or a one. Like I don't feel like Jim's is going to even right, we'll say even wear a goatee. Okay. Like, I don't think he's going to even be able to grow one. Ed in a goatee. Think of Defin five. Definite. Yeah, five. Yeah, five. Uh, Kevin in a goatee. Ooh. Oh yeah. One or two. Really? I don't know. I think he. Could, I think he could do. He could pull off like the silver fox like goatee pretty okay, well. Okay. So four, three. I'm gonna say three. I'm going to average my one with whatever you're going to say and say three. 11. Okay. So it's a five. And Tyler is a five. Yeah, Tyler has had a goatee. Yeah. Okay. So if anybody's going to grow a goatee, it's not yeah. the evil version. Yes. It's the good version. Yeah. So when the, when the bad guys defect, the good guys grow goatees to set themselves apart. As the famous saying goes, when the bad guys get going, the good guys grow goatees. What the fuck? When the bad guys get going, the good guys get growing. God damn it. Jesus, man. I am a piece of shit. Yeah, like I, I could see your 
your brain sort of clicking over but i didn't i was like <laughs> it's like one of those movies where you jump you're jumping between the cliff and you can you like there's that moment where where you see the hands sort of come up over the edge right and then it, like a, a lord of the rings thing where, is... where gandalf is hanging from the thing and you see him grab the edge and he's like he looks like he can pull himself up but then you remember he's an old fucking man right Does but he he's fall? also an angel yeah he falls but it looks like in the movies it looks like he does it on purpose really yeah because he's like fly you fools and he's like hanging on and he's like got his whole upper body like over the thing with both of his hands sort of locked yeah and then he just sort of lets go and drops because he knew it was going to become the white well i mean he wants to like xp see all the xp for the balrog and go up like 12 levels did he fight the balrog in that pit yeah he fights he's he's like a fucking angel man God, that's the first fucking deus ex machina gandalf like gandalf is the machina like the hobbit they don't get out of any predicaments without Gandalf helping them. I feel for the like most we part. talk about the Hobbit so much. Well, because I use it for examples because it's on my mind, and then you like make me drill down into the lore. Like you ask me questions about it. That's how we talk about the Hobbit so much. If you just let these things lie, it would be like Gandalf fell off the thing, and then you're like, okay, cool, thank you, yeah. <laughs> thank you for that piece of information. Okay, you're right. I'm gonna let the ho- I'm gonna let. As the old saying goes, I'm going to let dead hobbits lie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Shall we start talking about this week's saying? Fuck yeah. All right. This week's song is a little song called Shoebogs. And here's how it goes. Evan, shoebox. What what did you think about this song? What was your first off the bat? I treat you like a guest every time we do a solo. So I, I don't know. Did you like the song? What'd you what'd you feel? Don't give me a rating. But I, I don't know. What'd you think? Uh it was sort of I like the punky instrumentation. I liked the rock guitar. Yes. Like I felt it was like peak alternative. Like well exactly. a little bit a little bit more whimsical than peak alternative. It was like a little bit whimsy. A little bit of whimsy in there. Yeah. I thought, yeah, like right off the bat, this is every single alternative song of all time. Like this just sounds. Well, okay. So is this more alternative than say. um, Alternative Girlfriend. Alternative. Yeah. I think maybe. I would say no. Really? This This is far more poppy than Alternative Girlfriend, I think. I thought Alternative Girlfriend's crazy poppy. Not that got that big, huge sung chorus, that big yeah, poppy. Yeah, she's my alternative. I mean, You're there's. My... Yeah. Right. No, this is more. This alternative is a little grungier, a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So this is more. Is... This is more poppy. No, Shoebox. No, I'm saying Alternative Girlfriend's poppier. No, it's got lie. this. What's the cause of course of this song go? Put it in my shoebox. Okay, they're both poppy. Neither yeah. <laughs> of them are very alternative. Now that I think about it, but it's it's for better or worse instrumentally i found that it was hard to pull anything out of this song like nothing stood out to me specifically did any did any piece of instrumentation stand out to you nope except for oh, i oh, let yeah. you down a road <laughs> only to betray you on the verses that marimba do you know what i'm talking about mm. you can hear kev boy clearly playing a marimba in the background oh, i know he's fiddles with one on the video yeah, oh yeah, and he's playing it, and it sounds so good. Like, it gives the verses this, like, cool, interesting, playful layer. Like, I thought that was the only interesting instrument. But besides that, the instrumentation of the song is just kind of like, it's a little bit rote to me. Mm-hmm. 
crumbled. I mean, it's a it's it's made to be a pop song and like an alternative song. It's made to be. I almost feel like this was supposed to be like the single from the album. Yeah, and it, I would say and it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, of course, we know the sordid history of this song. Did you look into it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were going to leave it off the album. They said, mm. no, 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 no. This is a song we're making specifically for the Friends soundtrack. Mm. And then they say, no. It too good. Put it in my shoebox. <laughs> my shoebox of bopes. Whoops. Yeah, there's actually a lot of Friends shit going on in here, right? In theory. The people in the video were supposed to have been... Lisa Kudrow and um, who's the guy who plays Chandler? Yes, Chandler Bing. Raymond Chandler. Raymond Chandler Bing. Um, but uh, instead, we got an unknown woman and Jeffy Clembus. Chris Hardwick, noted creepster Chris Hardwick mm. of the Nerdist Podcast Industries, uh, is the guy in this video. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he is the man being assaulted <laughs> by a woman. Yeah, that was that was a weird... We'll get to the video later. Like, okay. I want to I drill down in that video because okay. there's a lot to unpack in that. I right. feel like there's more to unpack in the video than the song itself. I think that might be true. That this, there's a lot of questions I still have about yeah. what's happening in that video. So, like, my first thought on listening to the song was, who the fuck is the narrator? Yes, I had problems with the story structure. <laughs> of this song it has a canon explanation right right, right? so here's here it i is. didn't look that up when i was listening to the song i just want i was just like who, who the fuck is singing this song right i was confused too let me read the the canon explanation from the greatest hits album by steve he says it's a song about a teenage boy who is having an affair with an older woman matt leblanc she that's the name of the guy who played the <laughs> thank you i just she, remembered <laughs> she doesn't realize <laughs> one of my friends texted me the other day i think i told you this and she said the movie the adam sandler movie you're thinking of is click and I said, what the fuck are you talking about? And she said, you know, episode 19 of the podcast. I was like, listen, I love you. As soon as we talk about things on the podcast, they go in my head and out of my head. I do not remember anything. Um, anyway, it's a song about a teenage boy who is having an affair with an older woman. She doesn't realize he is just a kid and asks him to move in with her. He's backed into a corner by his compounding lie-yi-yi-yi-yi's. I... If not given the explanation, I would have never gotten this song, I don't think. But once the explanation is given, mm -hmm. I think it becomes a little bit more clear, right? Were you able to pick it apart once oh, yeah. given? Yeah, absolutely. Once once I once I had read the canon explanation, it made it made a lot more sense. But right. even, like I thought kind of it was about an affair for a right. little like it seemed like the first couple of lines were about an affair. Then he just starts talking about like being a kid and not knowing anything. Right. But here's the thing, is it an affair? They both are single. Like, it right, can't right, be an right. affair if she's asking. Well, it, I thought it was an affair. Yeah, Steve, it's not correct. Uh, Steve my, says having an affair with an older woman, but uh, I think in Canadian, affair means relationship. <laughs> you hear a lot of them saying we're having an affair when they really know. mean. Yeah. Uh, marriage is called the grand affair in Canada. Is that true? Well, just saying, mm, at me. <laughs> well, that's all, that's all I need to say, right? <laughs> I suppose that's true. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. Yeah, is I this had, podcast an affair? Yeah, this is also the grand affair. This is like a marriage. <laughs> we look at each other once a week and have words. That's what my marriage is like. That's right. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, the, the lyrics. But here's the problem I had with the story structure of this song. Go right? Do it. So 
the guy the guy comes over a key in the door step on the floor note on the table meal in the micro like so he he's coming to her house late at night she's mm. already in bed i think he's eating craft mac and cheese well wow it's in the micro maybe possibly i think she cooked a home cooked meal expecting him to come but he had to stay late at volleyball practice <laughs> you and your volleyball so <laughs> you know me so um then he starts talking about um you know uh that's basically it. That's all the relationship context we get. So the guy comes to the girl's house late night, but he doesn't already live there. She wants him to move in. Right. So he had to, if he's a minor, he left from his parents' house, mm -hmm. expecting to go over, knowing that she would probably be asleep. Right? Mm hmm They have some contact with each other, presumably. So why is he going there? To sleep in her bed? He can't spend the night there, because then his parents will know... That he's not where he's supposed Maybe to be. Maybe he's not planning on spending the night. She's so then why even come over if you knew she was sleeping? To a fuck. But Wake her up and fuck. You think so? I don't know. Okay. But I mean, like, okay. So he goes over. I mean, he's a fucking kid. He doesn't know his fucking schedule. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't plan that far ahead. But so why even go over? Because you said you were going to go over. But she was already asleep. But you didn't know she was asleep. Really? So you don't think she, he had the, the the knowledge that she was asleep? Yeah, I, I feel like this is a... Um, he said, like, oh, yeah, I'll be over, you know, at 6 or whatever. Right. But then volleyball went late. Right. Shows up at 8. She's already in bed because she's an older woman. <laughs> 80. <I think. laughs> yeah. yeah, that seems yeah. right. Yeah, so he came over, like, not to hang out. So does he... What do you think he does? Does he stay? He can't stay. Uh, I think he... Does he just takes, and... takes a shit in her toilet. <laughs> doesn't flush. He takes a top-decker. <laughs> takes a... <laughs> Catches and some catches some ducks out in the pond like they were holding by and lets them loose in her house and then just is this man a dog? Do you uh, think that's, yeah. that's the well, deep reading? A dog would have here. a hard time getting the top the toilet off. But. Uh, he would also have a hard time keying the doorstep on the floor. Yep. <laughs> is it a dog with a duck on his back? Really smart. I dog. think he's a really smart dog. Mm -hmm. I think he's really smart dog. Um, it's just their their whole sort of the, the 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 context of what's happening here confused the shit out of me. Like he came over not to hang out, but just to like be there because she's already sleeping. He has mm -hmm. a house. She was expecting him. She made a meal. I was just I was confused. I don't know. Yeah, I mean he's dumb. He's a fucking teenager. And here's the other story beat. That but he's a really good liar. He's a good liar. Or and maybe she just wants to believe him. I think that might be true. I mean, she's because you would know, right? Uh, I don't know. Like I can't. Uh, people develop it. I mean. I'm coming out, hot take, against statutory rape. Like, I'm just gonna, I just want to make that very clear. But having said that, it's not always, by looking at someone, it's not always, a, you're not, it's not always possible sure. to tell whether they're 16 but or 18 or 19. no, yeah. looking at them, of course. But presumably, if she's asking him to move in, mm -hmm. their relationship has been going for long enough that she's like, do you want to meet for lunch today? And he's like, ooh, um, every day. Like, <laughs> like she has to maybe know. He, maybe he does meet her for lunch. Maybe he's like a, a high school senior and he's got like the half days or something. Yeah. Like, I seem to remember having a ton of fucking free time at the end of my senior I year. I didn't, but all right. Well, you're super smart and probably taking AP classes. I was. Big old fat Evan here is going <laughs> to... For the listener, Evan is 900 pounds. Yes. Um, yeah, okay. Well, here's the other story beat that doesn't make sense to me. So I get it. M maybe the relationship hasn't been going so long. She's like, move in. And he says, I can't. And so he's being backed into a corner, as Steve says, by his lie, yeah, yeah, eyes. But then it's implied that he's got this shoebox that he keeps things in that implicates him as a minor. Right? Right. Because is it something I said or was it something you read that made me think that I should no longer be here? Right? Was it something I said? Something you read that's making me think that I should never have come here. I can 
But I don't think she read anything from his shoe box. Because he wouldn't keep it at her fucking house. No, that's the other part. But the whole song is centered around the shoebox. So, like, I thought the shoebox would figure in more heavily into the relationship here. Well, the shoebox is the, like, meta-narrative context for the song. Okay. So he's keeping his life. He's It's using, it's a vehicle for the examination of his life. Okay. And so you don't, you don't think she even knows about the shoebox or... No, why would she? Unless he but, showed it to her. But he even says, did somebody tell you this how it's supposed to be? Or did you just find it and you don't want any more from it? Did somebody tell you this is how it's supposed to be? Or did you just find it and you don't want any more from me? She, he implies that she may have found it. She went to like his parents' house? And- right! That's the story <laughs> beat that confuses me. Where is he keeping the shoebox? I don't know. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. So, Steve? Maybe he brings sloppy. it with Okay, maybe he brings it with him everywhere he goes. <laughs> Why? Because he's terrified of anyone discovering it while he's Why away. Why even keep it? Burn it. Burn everything in it. Because he's like a serial killer. He needs to keep, like, oh, he's like a self-serial killer. Like, he needs to keep things I, about himself. Truly, I think this kid has to have some problem. Because he, he can't I mean, get But he's also saving the woman's note to put in his shoebox. Yeah. That's fine. I get Maybe that. he is a serial killer. Maybe this isn't the first older woman he's oh, seduced. Oh, shit. All right, let's get into the horror read. <laughs> Go ahead. To the... First up, before you get into the horror read, uh-huh. he crumples the note to put it in his shoebox. Yeah, she's about, he's about to drop the hammer on her, right? Why would you smash the note up to put, to keep it forever? That's fucking weird. All right, go ahead. Do, give, I Crumple want your horror like read crush- since we're already on the subject of serial killers. Yeah, I feel, I feel like it's a, it's a pretty, pretty clear serial killer read, but... Here's what I'm thinking. It's more of like an audition scenario. Okay. Like, uh, so he is, um, he's a liar. He's like a, uh, a confidence man. Like okay. Always lying. Um, and he lures this woman. And like, so he's like a confidence man who takes advantage of older women. Okay. Interesting. So, so you get the couple beats of him taking advantage of people. It sort of outs him. It's like a reverse save the cat moment where okay. you see that this guy's a real piece of Kill shit. Kill the cat. Yeah. Kill the cat. Eat yeah. the cat. Eat the cat moment. Sure. Fuck, fuck the cat moment. <laughs> sure. Like something irredeemable. <laughs> he has like sex on camera. <laughs> With a cat. <laughs> Like, okay, that's, yeah. that's, no, that's, that's, that's horrifying. That's what you wanted to get to is fucking yeah. a cat. Sure. Yeah. No. Uh, so he thinks he's taking advantage of him, but she turns out to be much more, like, sure. Cra- like she turns out to be like like the audition. Like she's like some crazy like kitty 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 kitty. Yeah. Sure. She's she's some like serial killer. So she he ends up like I guess getting his legs sawed off or okay. something. So I guess it could it could turn into torture porn, but I, I'd prefer something a little bit sure. more. Sure. Uh, okay. And the the movie is called Shoebox. How does the Shoebox figure into the movie then if the movie's called Shoebox? Because oh, maybe he's a serial killer too. And he keeps his victims he keeps, little he keeps, he keeps mentos in the Shoebox, but like it's like, you know, she is a much more terrifying serial killer. It's like oh, that uh, This is like a comedy of errors in a way. Well, it's like that uh, there was a anthology movie called Holidays. Uh-huh. And, or maybe it wasn't Holidays. It was an anthology movie. But anyway, the, one of the I don't remember the exact name of the anthology that it was in. Listener, please at me if you if you do know this. I, I'm going to look it up 10 seconds from now. But um, you don't so, even you aren't on Twitter. Go ahead. I am on Twitter. You are. But nope. I have like five. <laughs> fo- I have five followers, and I don't want to update. So um, should we give your Twitter name? Nope. Okay. Go ahead. Uh. So what was I going to say? So How what it is, is it's a serial killer right. who's using like a like Tinder or like a dating app to match him, like a match.com to match him with right. people 
who uh, with victims basically. Right. And then he gets one that's like 100% match. Oh. And he like tracks her down, like does this thing, and she turns out to be a serial killer too because it's 100% match. She's better than him. That's so yeah, she kills the fuck out of him. I think the the app should be called Shoebox. That's how they meet. And it was holidays. I think this was uh, New Year's New Year's (laughs) Eve. (laughs) You nodded, and I thought, oh, he agrees with it. But really, you were nodding because you remembered the thing that you talked about. Yeah. I don't even think my words are registered. The app should be called Shootbox. Okay, great. <laughs> Love it. Um, so, so that's my horror read. Sure. Oh, my vampire read's pretty easy, too. It's uh-huh. like a... Um, I mean, this is a, a vampire who doesn't so think of it like a nosferatu sort of like a max shrek vampire but okay. he's got the ability to like sort of cloud people's minds Ooh, okay so his shoebox of lies is sort of these uh. like he's he's about he's like on the verge of losing and he's trying to recapture his humanity by like being in a regular relationship with somebody i see he doesn't like no blood play none of that stuff he just wants to like have a relationship with okay. this woman but doesn't want her to find out that he's a vampire how do you interpret my latest attempt at pretending I'm someone who's not 17. My latest attempt at pretending I'm someone who's not 17. Is he, he's stuck at 17. Well, obviously he's doing like the Twilight thing where he's pretending, not only is he pretending to be a human, he's pretending to be a high schooler. Oh, gross. <laughs> okay, <laughs> That's weird. horrible. Weird. Okay. So maybe the thing she finds out is not that he's a child, but that he's a vampire. Yeah, or both. Or she both. Finds like, a child, there's a big there's a yeah. thing and he finds out he's a vampire. Oh no, he's 17. Yeah. Which would be worse? 100. If you were in a relationship God, that's with like somebody a fucking Disney and channel. you found out they were a minor and a vampire, which would you be more upset by? Uh, definitely a minor. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you like, you've told me that you would give up your family to become a vampire. Well, yeah. You want to be a vampire. Who wouldn't? Me. I don't want to live. Who wants to live forever? We talked about living in the singularity at the end of all time and drinking piss. You don't live forever as a vampire. You can die any time. That's true. Yeah, it is your choice when you die. Can you stay? Can vampires take themselves? Uh, obviously. Because there's a lot of like I want to die sort of vampire narratives. Then just fucking do it, right? Right, but I mean, like, there's a difference between suicidal ideation, suicidal gestures, and actual suicide, right? Goodness, all right. <laughs> yes, I that's mean, true, I suppose. A, it's a continuum, right? Yes. So, okay. You can be morose without wanting to kill yourself. You can want to kill yourself without doing it. And if you're interested in the morose, check out Marianne's Macabre <laughs> Reviews. That's right, Evan. We've been in a commercial this whole time. <laughs> Let's start the shoebox episode yeah. now. From tune to tune. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Okay. I From like bag that. of bones to light up my room. <laughs> uh, light up my room. Such a good song. Um. We'll uh, get there. We'll get there. Yes, we will. We're get. Oh, we're so close to stunt. <laughs> this is it. We're at the end of Bopes. Beeps. Stunt is where things start to pop off. My I dude. really liked these. I three truly. Albums. I liked. I liked Bopes. I didn't like. Maybe you should drive. Gordon is great. Yeah, I'd say. But I'd like, say Gordon. Bopes, maybe you should drive. Is my is let's my rank album. them right. Okay, so I just Gordon, did Bopes, maybe you should drive. Yeah, in, in my in yeah, my yeah, mine's exactly the same. I mm-hmm. would say, of course it is. But I think Stunt is honestly objectively correct. I've not listened to it in a while, but I don't know if there is a bad track on Stunt. We'll see. Oh boy, I'm so excited. Um, let's get back to talking about this song. Right. Um, some good vocal stuff. Yes, I 1994. Thought. That falsetto on the 94. <sighs> that whole line. Yeah, the the falsetto is great. The song. Da- that that line dates this song in such a perfect mm-hmm. pure way. <laughs> like, why would you include? Like, I get embarrassed when I'm listening to like a rap song and they're like 2019 or 2016, and it's like, oh boy, two years ago. Into the ninja. Yeah, right. But like, this is like, why would you say? 
1994. I mean, it's just really, I don't know. It's it's a goofy line. It dates it in a really sad way. But specificity is the soul of narrative. It is. Um, You're so 18th century. What does that line mean? Is Good that the, the boy talking to the woman? Yeah. What is the difference between 1990 and 1994? <laughs> Practically nothing, right? Uh, different president. What's the difference between 2008 and 2000 and late? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It's a riddle. We're in the segment. Um, well, 1994 joke, is post-Gulf War. Uh-huh. First Gulf War. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What changed between 90 and 94? The president. Sure. <laughs> so from H.W. to Clinton. Clinton. Uh-huh. Which uh, is a fun yeah. change. I mean, I feel like the so the, the, early, woman... the early 90s, like what people think of as the 80s are actually sort of the early 90s. Like when you have like 80s parties, so like the Saved by the Bell, like right. the big shoulder pads, like sure. the big hair sort of stuff is do actually you, like ni- early 90s stuff. Do you think Until grunge, that's what it is. <gasps> grunge, right? Okay, sure. So like in the early 90s, there's grunge is just a small thing and then it blows up. You've got like the alternative movement essentially. Sure. Do you think he's juxtaposing their ages here? Where he's saying like, I'm 17 and you're 21. You know, you're so 1990. And it's 1994. Well, no, you're a vampire. You're 190, <laughs> 1,990 years old, and I'm 1,994 years old. You you are 1990. That's how old you are. But the year is 1994. 1994. <laughs> you were born. You were four sired in 4 CE. CE. Yes, correct. Um, Common era. Yeah, but I I love that. I think that's great. Um, I thought the uh, the the bridge the uh, ooh it's so nice the ooze before he gives the uh, you know um, did somebody tell you I thought those were yeah. really great. Did somebody tell you this is how it's supposed to be? Or you? On my uh, in the impact interview I read on the GeoCities Angel Fire website uh, about okay you about was, this song they said well? that they were they had come in that. Bopes, they just came in with like the skeletons of all the yes. songs, and but this Jim one had them all. This one, uh, Jim knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> Fucking weird. But uh, uh, th- for this one, all they knew is that they wanted to go. They wanted the chorus to go. Ay That's all they wanted to at least to play with like the vowel structure. That's what they. That was the seed. They wanted to remake Old MacDonald. That was the seed of this. The seed of this song. Okay. That's so. It's That's why so, they say it eleven times at the end. So fucking weird that you come in with that and you come out with a child is having a relationship <laughs> with her. like you. You think you want to pick the simpler story structure? Well, okay. Do you ever think there? Like, do you think that like the root of the friction because Steve did most of the writing, right? right? The, the lyrics, right? In, on this, and then Ed will help like a, from what we know he helps with like a bridge, right. like he'll. So Ed. Ed and Kevin, to some extent, to some small extent, right? right? I don't think he actually did. Sure. He do any writing on this album? No. Okay. So Ed and and um, Jim and Tyler are just there, like fucking working out the beats, working right. out the song. And then Steve just comes out. He's like, "Yeah, I want to make this song about like a kid sleeping with an older woman." Right. And that, do you think there's any like a boom? <laughs> is, is there like a moment of that for every fucking song? Probably, I'd imagine so. Yeah. Or not, because Jim's like, "Yeah, I want to make a song about a spider. <laughs> I want to make a song about." sucking a dick <laughs> like oh. yeah so i don't think th- actually now that i like think about it like there's probably not a lot of judgment in the yeah, bnl writers they're room they're probably in the bnl writers room <laughs> you're like they're right like, they're like a no bad ideas God, crowd i think i can't i want to hang out with them in this era well there's so many did you watch any of the behind the scenes videos that were on the enhanced version of the mm-hmm. bopes disc they're on youtube mm-hmm. um there's some like cool behind the scenes where you just watch like jim with the stony park singers uh-huh. is in there and it's really cool him like trying to lead them and just like them fucking around and like uh who is it jim making a like sardine and mayonnaise sandwich and eating it and like just like gross weird fun behind the scenes <laughs> stuff like 
I think they were like good friends, no bad ideas. Yeah. It's so sad. Fast forward seven years and you're like, fuck, it all fell apart. More people, they wanted to go different directions, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I didn't. I didn't 100% believe this was a Stephen Page song until the last two lines. Uh, the last two lines before being... The, before the 11 lies. The sure. End. The last two lies being, leave this, leave this world behind me because you don't want me anymore. So like at sure, the end, he just, has, he just has to get that in there. He's like, yes. yeah, if you, I'll just kill myself. <laughs> like at the end, like just at the end, just, just a, a little coda there. It seems, that is, I hadn't examined that before. Nowhere else in the song does he feel like his his self-worth is hinged on her until that final line. Well, and, but again, you're in the mind of like a 17-year-old yeah. or something like that. So, you know, it's it's again, it's suicidal ideation. So like, I just fucking kill myself. Yeah, yeah. Sort of thing. That's yeah. weird. I remember thinking that when I was fucking 17. I don't think any 17-year-old I didn't, yeah. has, hasn't had at oh, least a, a modicum of suicidal ideation. Oh, oh. <laughs> am I a weirdo? <laughs> You've never wanted to leave this world behind, Saker? No, because you don't want me anymore. <laughs> no, I don't know. I've never had. La, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. be honest. This is a... La, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go no ahead. Ba- deny it. Deny it nine more times because no I've got ideas. 11 more lies there, in my pocket. There are no bad ideas in the It's All Been Done writer's room. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so one weird thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm asleep, I dream you move in next week is a weird structure for a sentence. When I'm asleep, I dream you move in next week. It's like she left out, I dreamt that you moved. I, I understand it's for the song, but when I'm asleep, I dream you move in next week. <laughs> like, it's just a very strange structure for that sentence in order to fit the syllables in. Now, am I glad he's not doing the shit he did on Maybe You Should Drive where he was trying to cram a bunch of syllables into, <laughs> like, a uh, fucking great provider or whatever? Yeah. Yes, I'm very happy, but uh, this is a, a different kind of bad. Um, but that's the only bad line I think mm-hmm. that was that was very strange. Um, let's jump to musically, I guess. Um, anything I think we already handled the music. Well, there's a couple musical okay, things that I I wanted to handle. Uh, for example, the lamest solo in the history of music. <laughs> Just one note over and over again. No, it's like the uh, the solo in Flock of Seagulls. It's just the three notes where they play it for like... Which song? Uh, I ran away. Or Runs so Far I, Away? Yeah. Right. I ran. Yeah. It was yeah. Just like, What's the... Ding, 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 I don't remember it. Put it in right here. done and done why it's like a I, minute long where they just play the same three notes over again why do i invite you to do those things to tell me to put things in i should have said yeah. i know exactly what you're talking about mm-hmm. um yeah i the the so but the solo lasts for like 15 seconds so it doesn't it's not bothersome right and actually whereas uh, the flock of seagulls lasts for like 30 30 or 40 really? seconds yeah, it's, a, it's a long solo even though it's lame it's still kind of driving because i think you keep expecting it to come to something so the anticipation kind of builds and then they <laughs> jump right back into the words so it's interesting at the very least if not good um uh the instrumentation before the la ending uh is a lot of fun uh the guitar uh it's kind of like offbeat like it feels kind of like a push and pull like mm-hmm. it just like 
that the ending just has this momentum that just pushes the song right. to a, a humongous climax. It's like a chug. It's a chugging song. Like it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't take time in yes. anything. Like it goes ahead. It just moves. Right. It, I agree. <laughs> I think this song is great to end an album with. Like, I think it fucking just rocks the mm-hmm. end of this album. Um, yeah, I just wish it had uh, like outtakes at the end, like a different a different song with like outtakes and like uh, MP MP3s, MIDI clips, <laughs> some Scottish guy talking about music. Do you think at the end of every one of their albums they should have Crazy Part Two, Crazy Part Three, mm-hmm. Crazy Part Four, <laughs> just continuing doing sequels to Crazy, or just another song? Okay, wacky. Not so <laughs> cuckoo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hate crazy. Uh, I'm glad which, it's dead. Which part of it? The song crazy. Which, which crazy? Anyway, <sighs> everyone knows that I am the victor in this argument. I hate you. Let's talk about the video. I would love to drill down on the video. Okay, so uh, go ahead. What 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 do you want to drill down on? You seem very excited. I have some stuff I want to well, talk about. The video is I don't, for those of you who haven't seen the video. It is a woman or a young woman. I want to say she's she's coded as like seventeen or sixteen. I, I would pause right now and just watch the video because okay. like it's worth a watch. It's fun. So yeah, okay, it's you, a weird video. Here we go. Wait, pause right now. Did you listen to it? Very good. Okay, okay here we go. So do I need to describe the video anymore? Um, yeah, keep going. Okay. <laughs> Nobody actually did that. Yeah, so it's a young woman coded as like sixteen. Her mother, her mother tucks her in. To Even bed. though she looks like thirty. Yeah, she looks like she's probably in her thirties. Yeah. She was supposed to be played by Lisa Kudrow, so she was kind. She's kind of yeah. But anyway, uh, so she gets out of her bed, changes her out of her like nighty or like pajamas into like a fucking little black dress, and then goes can, and like can I, real proceeds quick, to what interject here where her mom says good night, honey. And then she goes to bed and all the lights are still on. <laughs> like her mom was holding a tray of cookies. Yeah. And she's like, who are those fuck? cookies for is what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm very food oriented. So she puts her little black dress on. Yeah. Then she, she looks into her shoe box and yep. rearranges some dumb stuff in her shoe box. Rearranges the little men in there. No, that's something I wanted to talk about. Oh, okay. They're not in there. The Benedict ladies. Yeah. Because she we zoom into the shoe box. Right. But when she opens it, they're like they're like papers and shit that she's throwing around. Like so, they're in like a parallel dimension <laughs> where what happens to this shoebox happens to them. Uh-huh. But when you open the shoebox, you don't see them because her mom like opens the shoebox and doesn't like scream and throw it across <laughs> the fucking room because there's little men yelling at her. Like you don't know. It could just it doesn't have to be a parallel dimension. It could just be that like, like little ma- men like, are like magical realism. So in, it's just like yeah. it's just it's accepted that every shoebox is full of tiny little Possibly. men singing a song about you. Maybe maybe that's how she finds out. And that, honestly, nothing in that shoebox should have tipped her mom off because it was like erasers and scissors. So what happened was the mom opened the shoebox. The American lady said, "Hey, she's I'm fucking an old man." And then like she was like, "Oh my god, and he isn't an old man. He's like." He early twenties, younger than her. Yeah, to be honest, which is hilarious. And he's like a businessman or like a like a he's a celebrity, some sort of some sort of like celebrity. It yeah, seems like because they're going but to a premiere together. They're going to a bare naked ladies premiere. Yes, they're they're bare naked <laughs> ladies are playing and they go in a, ta- or a yeah. taxi, a limo, a limo. Yeah, and then he seems like he's getting ready for like a quiet night at home. Like he's like he's getting like but he's wine. in a tuxedo he's, still. He's in a tuxedo. <laughs> like he's getting like them some drinks, and she just fucking jumps him. Like just fucking rips his clothes off jumps his fucking bones like this guy didn't even have a t- didn't have time to say no and again i'm not saying like he's the victim here like he d- he's obviously like going with it yes but he didn't like she comes on strong she was thirsty this made me laugh so hard because we get three different shots 
first she slams him up against the door and starts like we she like comes in for a kiss and the scene cuts away goes back to the vernacular ladies then again he's getting something out of the fridge she hits him from behind and <laughs> yeah. pins him against the fridge so hard that he spills his drink and she's also bigger than him which, which i also <laughs> enjoyed too she's but like what, a, she's like got a head on like which a, implies that when they came in the door she pinned him up against the wall started making out with him it didn't proceed to sex. She mm-hmm. was like, oh, okay, I've had enough for now, which is fine. That or could maybe happen. he said, I'm not really interested. And, okay, <laughs> and then he's like, I'm going to get something from the fridge. I mean, pour some wine for myself. She does it again. He's only getting one glass of wine. Like, he's <laughs> yeah, not getting, he's not not getting for one for her. her. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then again, for some reason it fizzles. It doesn't turn into sex. And then finally she slams him down on a table. But the bed. It's the bed, right? It's a table at first. Oh. And then there's the bed. So it's actually four different yeah. slams. And like he doesn't really seem into it until he's on the bed. Yes. Three of them. And he sort of gives fizzle. up. Like <laughs> she's the aggressor. Yeah. I mean there's This is weird. There's I mean, yeah, there's it's she's obviously the aggressor here. She's very thirsty. And right. again, she might be like some sort of like a groupie situation or something. Yes. You know, where she's really into whatever his oeuvre is. Yes. Um this the video obviously swaps the genders. Does this make the well, song more or less creepy? The gen- the participants in the song are never gendered. Are you? Is that true? Ooh, yeah. Uh, he calls her dear, and a woman would never call a man dear. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, so it may- no, no, no. The, the, the narrator has a mom. Only men have mom. Women have <laughs> fathers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry okay yeah go ahead you might be right you're right yeah so it, it, it does it might flip the script it might not it, we assume that the it's a the male canon sing- explanation that steve gives right but is we, what i'm thinking about but we always ignore steve's okay. canon explanations okay all right but i mean so he is a male singing the song right obviously so yes. it's it's easy to assume that since it's a male voice singing to you that the person who is right. the narrator is a man okay but, sure so it's easy to assume that but it's not right. necessarily the case right even so, though they tell us it is necessarily the case but you're right go ahead yes you're right <laughs> death of the author death of the author don't make that face at me evan i think it's somehow less creepy in the song and i hate because pedophilia is creepy period although the the, the older person doesn't it's not know. pedophilia it's statutory right like right i would say like yeah because the older person doesn't know it has it's statutory right. rape de facto i would say that my, my line between pedophilia and statutory rape is does the person no. like is age and yes. then like does the person look like a child sure yes right and exactly. she does she does not look like a but child I, for some reason to me an older woman preying on a younger man is less creepy than an older well, because a power cu- dynamic. Cu- yeah, also in culture culturally it's more sure. acceptable, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cougars are a thing, but Yeah. What's a male cougar a creep, I guess. Well, yeah. no, I mean like, they've got like silver foxes and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. But again, like this is Zaddies. You have like those those situations where like teachers sleep with their like Ugh. female teachers sleep with like the yeah. like a 14 or 15 year old. Oh yeah, people student. online are like, "Hell yeah, good going yeah, on." So there's you. there's yeah. a lot of I mean that's toxic masculinity right there. Of course. There. So, yeah, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah. Uh, Fucking patriarchy, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's we, rip that shit up by the roots. Any, uh, any, anything. God damn, I laughed so hard. I wrote in my notes the third time she slammed Chris Hardwick into a kitchen <laughs> appliance. I just busted out laughing. That's like the director's idea of like, what's sexy? Yeah. <laughs> a woman slamming I want to talk more about space. the director later. Okay. But, um, like... So the shoebox, uh-huh. like when they're like, all, it's just the Bernanke ladies gooning around in the shoebox right. with giant versions of everything. Right. But, and they, they kind of seem into it. Everyone except for Kevin. Kevin is like, very he, relaxed. He's in the background. <laughs> he seems kind of embarrassed by the yes, whole thing. Yes, he's got a tiny grin, but he's like, oh, my parents <laughs> like, are You guys this. are such silly guys. Like fucking Ed is playing a paper clip and yeah. Tyler's like hiding behind rulers. And yeah. Everyone's mugging for the camera. And Kevin just sort of sits in the back, sort of laughing and like. 
he paints the marimba yes, he has a brush, like, yeah. like he paints the marimba and that's pretty much it it's funny like, yeah like he's like in the back of the shot going like yeah yeah again yeah. this was like real 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 early in mm-hmm. the kevin i kevin did not he wasn't even on this album um right. he just he was on rock spectacle and he's in the videos because he was around rock at that time spec oh rock spectacle so, um but uh yeah sorry go ahead with your so, director yeah so it was weird like so the I'm kind of I'm fig- trying to figure out like what the fucking pitch session for this video was like. Yeah, sure. Or for anything like, <laughs> so I'm trying to pitch that that serial killer movie like like that serial killer movie I was talking about like. So what if we do this video, but like you're not in it? Like it's all from the perspective of like in the stalker's pocket, his <laughs> handkerchief. Like what? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh. So let's take let's take something like a metaphor. Right. My shoe. Well, I mean the shoebox actually exists in the song, but right. it's, it's it's for it's. It's used as a vehicle to examine this sure. guy's life and his relationship. Right. Let's make it real. Let's just take this. Let's take this symbol. Let's make it real. Right. Let's put you guys in right. it. <laughs> very strange. Yeah, you're right. It's very weird. The director was, and I think there's even an interview that I read mm-hmm. on Lycos.com. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where they said like the filming of this video was hell. Like it sucked. They hated it. I can imagine. So yeah, clearly I think the director had no idea what he was doing. Well, like also, yeah, it'd be hard to be like. All right, we're gonna put you in this room. Uh, have fun. Yeah. Nope. 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 Take take two. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't I don't care what you do. Just like do it good. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. Have fun with it. That would be weird. Just just have fun for four hours. Yeah. We have we do have some weird like Ed and Jim ooing into each other's faces like they go during the ooh part they like are like an inch away from each other. It's weirdly sexual. I uh-huh. <laughs> I shipped them at that moment and never again. So yeah, it was just a it was a strangely put together video it was a strange weird. idea and to top it all off we have the worst ending in all of storydom which is the it was all a dream ending where <laughs> yeah the, the the mother calls the police and they all go to the old man's mm-hmm. house and then the the young woman wakes up from sleep yeah. and it was all dream so it's so it isn't statutory rape and it isn't pedophilia it's just like a a wet dream yeah basically yeah gross Weird. I mean, that's not, I, I guess, I mean. I don't want to watch a video about a 16-year-old's wet dream. Nor do I. Okay. <laughs> but it's better than like a 16-year-old like throwing herself at an older man and yeah. forcing him to engage in sex. Yeah. And then the mom finding out in her life being sort of like. Yeah. I don't know if her life would be changed ruined or not. Or changed. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what her dynamic is. Her home I dynamic assume... is. But it seems pretty, it seems pretty traditional. Yes. I would if her mom has a fucking plate of cookies yeah. like, for her nightly rounds. <laughs> Good night, honey. Uh, yeah. Very, very weird. Um, anything else on the video? That girl did not, that girl should have had her own apartment. Like she was like in her, I want to say early twenties. Oh yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. She looked way, way too old to be living with yeah. her mom, but yeah. Well, there is no upper limit to living with your parents. <laughs> You're right. But she looked too old to being be treated as a child <laughs> yes is what i'm to have a bedtime yes her mom to come by and say time for hot bed honey and uh, to be dressed and sort of made up as she was yes um there is a live version of the song from or maybe it's a really creepy codependent relationship where the mom is just like up her fucking butt all the time and she's like in her 20s or something because it's never it's never actually her age is never stated she's sure. very old but why would the police go to the man's house if because the mom's fucking freaking out so, but police, they would be like, calm down. It's You're- also the 90s, so there were, it's a little bit more traditional than modern day. Yeah. And, I mean, the mom might, you know, her her ex-husband might be, like, a police sergeant or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that checks out. That checks out. Um, There's a great version of the song from The Weird Al Show. Did you watch this version of it? Nope, you do. Yeah, Weird Al introduces, uh, oh, my friends, the Brannick ladies are here. And then... Uh, are they friends? 
Uh, yeah, but he calls them his friends. Uh, I I had I didn't watch the whole episode, but the Brandon ladies came in in Renaissance fair garb, and they were. He's like, "You guys want to play a song?" And they were like, "Sure, let's change out of these clothes." That's your Weird Al impression. Yeah, this you guys, my Weird Al impression. <laughs> That's how he talks. Yeah, um, it's a weird choice for a kids show that they played Shoebox about a statutory <laughs> rape relationship for a children's show. Tyler has bleach blonde hair. It's hilarious oh, wow. and bad. Um, and uh, the part that made me laugh the most is they kept in the line single malts and stiltson for a children's show. Like, yeah. yeah, weird line to keep in. But it's a cool version. And I found out whatever episode that was, Pat Oswald is on it. Well, it's okay because the, the, the point was that kids don't understand single malts and stilton. So you can leave the line and it just goes right over their heads. True. But I, I would imagine the censors at ABC would be like, step into my shoebox. My shoebox of fry. Oh, man, that'd be fucking great. Hell yeah. Ah, let's start a restaurant that they... Shoebox of fries? Let's start a beer and ladies' themed restaurant. (laughs) Shoebox of fry. (laughs) Never start a restaurant. Why? Never start a restaurant. My partner's parents own a restaurant, and I'm pretty sure they hate it. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Never start a restaurant. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you're right. Um, Okay, that was... Anything else to say about the song or the video or nope Nope duty. Okay, let's uh, let's get to rating it. <laughs> Now's the point in time when we rate this song. So Ev, on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed, bare naked being the best the song could possibly be and fully clothed being the worst, how would you rate this song? This song is partially clothed. Okay. <laughs> um, I feel like it's a solid song. Uh-huh. Is it one that like stands out to me on the album? Yes. Is it one that I'm gonna like that stuck with me for weeks yes right is it one that i'm gonna go back and like listen to and put on my playlist no unlike oh, unlike straw hat you tricked me unlike straw hat so it's it's partially closed so it's it's wearing like a um what it's wearing are like barbie clothes uh-huh. like little clothes for dolls uh-huh. but they're blown up to enormous size because it's tiny <laughs> it's tiny so it's dressed like it's dressed in little little doll clothes like okay. little paper doll clothes sure uh so it's wearing like a little it's oh no so it's what it is is it's it's fully dressed but it's like those paper doll clothes so it's got tabs that fold around the back <laughs> okay got it so it has to like walk really slowly or all its clothes will <laughs> fall off, off and it's sure. naked it's naked on the back like right these are these are clothes made for a two-dimensional sure song right but this song is fully formed fully functional wouldn't that be great if paper dolls were just if you turn them around you could see their bare ass butt like what? They, they make those like double-sided paper dolls where really i'm oh, sure yeah okay well, sorry jesus uh, okay, good. Good rating. I like that. Um, my rating, Ev, we're getting into the Christmas season here. Jesus we're real Jesus. close to Jesus time. Uh, so what I would say is this song for me, wearing a Santa hat. Mithras. Dies Natalis Solis Invicti. Explain. Sit in this for at least another couple seconds. And then what in the fuck are you talking about? Christmas is not Jesus's birthday. It's Mithras's birthday. That's the guy from Final Fantasy. Uh, sure. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's the Final Fantasy guy's birthday. <laughs> um, so, what was I saying? Winter oh, festival Christmas time. The Catholic Church co-opted Shut. because Catholicism is a thing, syncretic religion, which is how it has spread. Are you wearing a, a fucking fedora? And uh, It's actually not Jesus's birthday. Jesus was just a man. <laughs> what actually happened? Okay, uh, so it's Christmas time. He's wearing a little Santa hat with his name on the front and glitter. He's wearing a big old beard. This is some dude. But then he's naked from the waist down, except for 
He's got that Justin Timberlake shit going. He's got his dick in a box, the shoe box of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he can spin it around. This is, he's getting ready for a sexy night. And so when his wife walks in, he's going to have the Santa hat, the Santa beard, and his dick in a box. So you can't see anything, but he is bare ass naked aside from his head and his dick. So here's my question. Uh-huh. Is the Santa beard sexy? No. Well, uh, silver foxes, older men. <laughs> Santa is not a silver fox. I'll tell you what. I was just listening to another podcast, and one of the hosts who is a large fat... Oh, he was on our podcast before, Mike Mitchell, uh, who was on our Life in a Nutshell episode. Mm-hmm. He said he does much better on dating apps around the holidays because women are looking for a bigger Santa-like man was his hypothesis. Huh. Which, sure, maybe. Maybe there's some deep-seated weirdness going on there. Him. But Well, uh, yeah, but I, I'm not talking about the size. I'm talking about the beard specifically. I understand. Um... Big, I think big but, man, but, little man, skinny the, man. The point he was trying yeah. to make is women might be looking for a Santa man. And I think the beard goes along with that. Well, that's fair. I think I think if Santa is your aesthetic that you're looking for around the holidays, right. yeah, you gotta you gotta go with the beard. Sure. But if you're looking for like just like a, a stripper guy who you're not gonna want like a stripper to come out in a fucking beard. Well, what if it's a routine? He doesn't wear the he wears the Santa suit, but not the fucking beard. <laughs> or, or he takes that beard off right the fuck away. Okay, yeah, maybe like, that's it. I just don't find I don't think like a white full on beard. Like it's like if he came out like not only in a beard, but like in a fat suit. Right, right. Like, <laughs> that's sexy. So And uh, then he has to like slowly strip out of the suit the whole, the whole he just gets stuck in it. it takes forever and he's sweaty as hell yeah, underneath you're like coming and doing your you're doing your show in like a scuba outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With like the the tank I like and the that slippers a lot. and everything, it just oh, takes forever. Man. Uh, but regardless, somebody unzip me. this is not about how sexy it is. The song is naked. It's very, very naked for me. Good. I like this song quite a bit. It's a hit. Good shit. Oh, I rhymed a lot just now. Yeah. You're having uh, such trouble doing earlier. I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad to see you back, buddy. Thank you. Uh, we'll be right back with more It's All Been Done. Hey, Evan. Yeah, locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. <laughs> You're ready to roll on this commercial. Yeah, bro town. Commercial Motown. one for once. <laughs> I don't even know how to handle it when we're not doing like 11 in a row. I know. This is a delight for you. Should I make like a clicking noise? I think um, you should. Should I not talk anymore? What's in your heart, bud? My heart. Um, What's your heart saying? Carpe dicks. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know what that means. Um, but you know what? I do know what it means. What do you do know what it means? <laughs> um, for 10 years and more than 2,500 reviews, Jerome Wetzel has reviewed scripted television. Okay. I yep. know what that means. Oh, okay. I wanted you to know that I knew. Um, I don't. Could you explain it to me? Sure. Well, he covers dramas, comedies, dramedies, commas, broadcast cable, podcast <laughs> Semicolons, colons. Streaming networks. Hyphens. He sometimes reviews the shows before they air. He's the chief television critic. That's right. The CCTC. <laughs> Over oh, at that. CFT, that's right, seat42.com. Shit, seat42f.com. I fucked it up, Ev. Yeah, that's what the F is for. <laughs> seat42fuckedup.com. <laughs> and a contributor to blog. Seat42fuckedup. A contributor to Blog Critics Magazine. Are they critics who have blogs or do they criticize mm. blogs? What do you think? I feel like the latter is much more needed in this. Blog critics. Yeah. And it makes more sense, too, I think. Like cr- being critical of blogs. Yeah, yeah. they're blog critics. They're going to critique your blog. Head on over to iabdpresents.com to see links to his latest column as well as all of our other programs. Anyone can have a blog. Anyone can have a podcast. Anyone should have a podcast. Everyone should have a podcast. 
Uh, yeah, sure. Why you not? Know, this, this was a relatively short commercial. Usually, life we on do the them donut. Longer. Because uh, our friend sees Richards, we friend asked him pod. to write a commercial for us last time, and he did this thing. So now we're going to read sees Richards' Benedict Ladies commercial. Evan, I'm giving you the script for okay. the first time that you're I've reading. I've never, <clears throat> I've never Here heard it. And here is my guest, Evan. A podcast is a sound that is shared between friends. Would you say we are friends? I sometimes worry about our lives being pulled apart by cheese. If we were not friends, surely God would not allow that. <laughs> I don't believe in God, and I spit in his face. What do you say is the thing that made you like this? I would say the thing that most made me like this is my time with the bare naked ladies. Yes, and? I apologize. Fountains of Wayne! <laughs> I remember being in that band. Stacy's mom has got it going on. Stacy, can I come over after school? Uh, after school. We can hang around by the pool. By the pool. Did your mom get back from her business trip? Business trip. Is she there or is she trying to give me the slip? Give me the slip. You, you know, know I'm not I'm the little boy that I used to be. I'm, I'm all grown, grown up now, baby, can't you see? <laughs> <laughs> well, memories are sometimes fake. Just like this album. That's right. The commercial we're doing. We are so good at commercials. Brian loves them. I can't believe Brian likes our commercials. Brian loves them. I can't them. believe it. Brian is our boss, and he tells us what to say. He is very real. He is real, and there is nothing we can do to stop him. <laughs> <laughs> what are we here for? <laughs> the commercial, you lollipop. <laughs> right. We have done so many of these. This is our eighth commercial today. We must do commercials all day. That is how podcast works. I don't like podcast. I want to be free. Like a house elf? Yes. House elves hate podcasts because noise is their illness. <laughs> I remember that book. It was quiet. Have you ever been sick? I was sick uh, right now. <laughs> I hope you didn't get sick. <laughs> true story. I had Arby's yesterday. Oh, no. Not yesterday. Oh, it's true. But what about your promise? <laughs> No one can hold me to a promise. I have broken all the bonds of civility. All that remains within me is the rough beast who rides behind a broken moon. Brian won't like the sound of that. Brian likes our commercials. Brian loves them. I can't believe it. <laughs> Brian is our boss and he's listening now. Just like you are listening to the bare naked ladies perform a new song every week. Why, why, am, I, why am I doing that? Because Brian makes us do podcasts. I don't like this. We are friends, so I can make you do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. Tune into It's All Been Done Presents.com on all Apple devices and Android devices, and please remember to rate and review us. I hate this part of the commercial. Do you have anything to plug? Nothing is leaking. Why do you hate plugs? They were made to fill me, and my void is eternal. Oh no. No purpose can be fulfilled within the body of a man. <laughs> and that is our commercial. Please remember to tune in next week. I'm Evan. And I'm Saker. And it's been one week long. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, C's Richards. Yeah, thanks. That was uh, exactly what we asked for. <laughs> that was as if an AI computer wrote a commercial for our podcast. Yeah, they took all of our dumb stuff and put it into a blender and then salad spun it out. Here we go. It's been one week long. We're back for It's All Been Done, A Bear Bacon Babies Bobcast. A Bear Bacon what Babies. What if they were Bear Bacon Babies? <laughs> bacon Babies. <gasps> Can you imagine a Bear Naked Babies show oh. where they're all little babies? <laughs>
getting in all sorts of hijinks. Oh, that'll hey, be so much fun. you know, let's start a newspaper because Nanny's newspaper didn't get delivered because it was raining outside. So they do the bare naked news. Oh. Then they do one where one of them gets a toy oh. and the other one wants the toy really bad. Oh. So they have to like work together to Who's figure out Who's Nanny how- in this uh, scenario? Um, their manager. Yeah, I think <laughs> the Artista Records or whatever is Nanny. Um, we're gonna... It takes place in a soundstage. It does, yes. And they're so babies. So it's not... Is it live action? No. It's animated. Okay. Um, the wrong man what? was convicted. Who should cover this song? Oh. Shoebox. Ah, uh, well, I have that 100%. Really? Yeah. Uh, this song needs to be... The tempo needs to be a little bit faster. It needs to have it's already a, a fast ass song. It's not. It could be like a pop. I'd love it to be heard, like covered by like a pop punk or like a ska band. Okay. Like I could like Real Big Fish or Less Than Jake or like Big oh, D and the Kids Table or Dance Hall. The Gimme Gimme's? Yeah. Or Dance Hall Crashers. Yeah. Because they, the ladies from Dance Hall Crashers have like Bare Naked Lady esque harmonies. Oh. So yeah, they're just okay. fucking great. That would be mine for yeah, sure. Yeah, like, I like that. Okay. So play it fucking faster. This song is yeah. so fast as kick it, it is. A, kick it up a notch. Up tempo. I feel like, and honestly, I feel like any of those bands covering it would do a better job at this song. Do you feel like they would change the genre? Yeah, to either ska or pop punk. Okay, yeah, yeah, and that's okay with you. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I, I, because I feel like this song is so, and I mentioned it in the episode, but it's so, it's so deeply couched in uh, alternative. Mm-hmm. Like it is, mm-hmm. any alternative band could have played this. It song. is a time capsule. It yeah. is one hundred percent a time capsule. So I feel like getting any alternative band to play this song would be just fine. Uh, Blind Melon would do a great version of this song. Uh, um, well, who did? Tell me, do you think Jim Blossoms would? Be, oh, we mention Jim Blossoms all the time on this show. Um, but uh, I think if we're gonna transpose it to another um, genre, mm-hmm. I would like to hear. I like to hear the ska version of this song. I said that already. We is big. D- Pop you said punk, pop punk. Pop punk and ska. Oh, you did? Yeah, okay. dance, dance all crashers are pop what punk and ska. What I meant was, <laughs> I want to hear the EDM version of this song. Okay, okay. I think that... The dubstep version. I think, uh, uh, I want to hear... Uh, he just says, my shoebox, my shoebox, my shoebox, my shoebox, <laughs> my shoebox, my shoebox. Dead mouse. Um, I think, no, here's, here's what I really want to cover it. Okay. No, no black, black margaritas. margaritas. <laughs> That's the only answer for the wrong man was convicted. <laughs> Gwen Stefani, lead vocals. Johnny Cash. Was it lead Johnny vocals. Cash? Lead vocals. And Jimmy <laughs> Buffett, lead vocals. <laughs> it's a t- triple team acapella destruction. Uh, God, it would be so good. Well, they all have their backing bands, too. Oh, so it's just a bunch of so it's noise. Like a, it's like a rusted background. root scenario where you've got like fifty-two uh, right. backing band members. And what I saw rusted root, they didn't have. It was just a band, wasn't it? Well, they had rusted root was famously like thirty people. Really, I didn't the, know. Yeah, because they kept like any. And then was that what was the one symphon, poly, polyphonic spree? Was that the one where you could just like show up and be in the band? Really? Yeah, they had like fifty band members or something. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, no, I did not know about that. But um, yeah, okay. So um, polyphonic spree is who I choose. To the cover okay. of this song. Okay. okay, they only have, I mean, they're like a one-hit wonder, right? They only have that one song, which is... Tell me, do you think it'd be all right? <laughs> nope, that's Gin Blossoms again. If I could just polyphonic spree. What's their mm-hmm. hit? I don't know. Oh, you were... You I, were I mean, I, I remember seeing, I remember a snatch of the video, but I don't actually... Remember. I thought you were testing I, I was actually trying to um, get you to drop it in right here. Here's the thing. And then watch a dance hall crasher song right here. 
the thing. This segment doesn't work if we don't have... Number one, I hate you. <laughs> okay. Just get that out of the way for making me do a bunch of extra work. This song doesn't work if the... Or this segment doesn't work if the song doesn't have a strong, like, feel to it. Like, mm-hmm. this just feels like a song. Could it be transposed in any genre? I think it probably could. Mm-hmm. Is it a good song? Yeah, I like this song. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just feel like it's kind of like, I don't I don't know. Could anybody do like a version of like Canon okay. D? How about this one? This song in High School Musical. The movie? The movie. This song in Glee. What you're saying is this song as done by preteen children. Yeah. Okay. That's the, through, that's the through line of this song. Yeah, it is. Okay. So actually, okay, let's do You're just a, a children's choir covering <laughs> Shoebox. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. They're heavenly. They're little heavenly voices. Little heavenly voices. Rising like the action in this song. <laughs> actually, the action in the video of this song. Yes. With a strong ending and no denouement. At- oh, actually, no, it does have a piece yeah. of denouement. Yeah. Fuck that video. It's so dumb. It was all a dream. I hate yeah. that so much. Or uh, do you? Oh, Evan, I just had the worst nightmare where I said I hated just the dream endings. Uh, all right, I only good. like it when it's three dreams deep. <laughs> it's true. I, I only love Inception. Uh, right now, we are going to take a little bit of Bear Naked Mail. So, uh, this piece of mail. During the inevitable Page in the Cage pay-per-view event. Oh, this is a question from our friend Rick. Todd. He said, during the inevitable Page in the Cage pay-per-view event, what are each of the ladies' intro themes and preferred weaponry? So, (laughs) this is kind of the WWE style, they're all coming into the ring, Uh right? Um, Does it have to be a Bare Naked Lady song that they come into? I don't think so. Absolutely not. Okay, okay, okay. So, Steve, coming into the ring. He is, okay. Sparks in the air. Sparks in the air. I think his preferred weapon, first off, he doesn't have like any weapon like visible on mm-hmm. him. But uh, I think Oh yes, but he got a razor blade in his hair. And he just sneaky starts, as hell. He just starts cutting his cutting his flesh as he walks in. That's cutting his your thing. Flesh. That's his thing. Self mortification oh. is his thing. I see. And he comes in and like a I was thinking he's a sneaky shitty boyfriend and so he has sneaky shitty weapons. Oh yeah, that too. Okay. All right. I mean, he cuts he's got some, razors he in his cuts hair. himself to cut you. Yes. Okay. He has the he has a sword and he Puts his back to you and stabs himself through his stomach, Yoshimitsu style, uh, to stab you. Yes, yes exactly. That, it's That's a finishing move. And his theme song, as he comes in, is... Do you really want to hurt me? That's so good. Okay, so it's not the most energetic opening <laughs> theme in the world. Well, he's a heel. Yeah. He's a heel. Oh, a In the Bare Naked Ladies canon, he's a heel. Right. And then we move straight to the most face of all the bare naked ladies right our boy ed robertson yep and all you can see are his fucking baby blues his eyes that's how that's how the camera the camera starts close up on his eyes and then slowly pans back sure absolutely uh that's the video that plays on the jumbotron is the big blue eyes and and then he comes through the crowd goes nuts they all love ed um uh yeah the crowd goes nuts they look at ed uh i don't think he uses a weapon i think he's too good for weapons i think he is too like i feel like his weapon is anytime he's starting to get beat up he's one of those wrestlers who someone will come in from the sideline to help them yeah Yeah, his weapon is another wrestler or his weapon is the love of the crowd like one of those where like he's being like submission ed 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 and then he's like hand starts to raise so he's like a like a hulk hogan thing oh 100 percent he's like like getting he's getting more energy and 
powering up. He's like a hot dog. Yes. To that end. Oh, thin oh, hot dog shit. skin. I was going to say his theme song should be I Am A Real American, Hulk Hogan's theme, but he's not a real American. <laughs> American. Can we do I Am A Real, real Canadian? Canadian? <laughs> well, what's the Canadian version of I'm A... What's the Canadian equivalent of I'm A Real American? Uh, I think that's one week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he comes into one week. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Uh, Tyler. His uh, weapon is... I think he's, I picture him like, do you remember? I don't know how much wrestling you watched as a kid. Barely. But any. fucking Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I know Hacksaw. So big dude. <laughs> Tyler's our big boy. <laughs> Tyler's your big boy. You're pushing this <laughs> yeah. You're pushing this narrative about Tyler. And I think he just has literally just like a two by four. <laughs> so he's walking to the ring, swagger into the so ring. So I feel like Tyler's the kind of wrestler who would have a twin. Oh, Why? <laughs> I was I immediately ready to agree with you, and then I was like, that's the I just feel sense. like it. Like, I feel like he seems like he wants to be part of something. Okay. Okay. So he's got a twin. Okay. Why not? How is that relevant to this? How is having him have a fucking two-by-four relevant? Because Rick asked about their preferred weaponry. He's a He comes in as a twin wrestler. <laughs> that's his shtick. Like, so he gets beaten up in the ring. And then there's that thing where then the, like the camera pans away and you can see his twin sneaking forward dressed exactly the same. Uh -huh. And then the other guy is like fucking goon into the crowd or something. And then they switch Maybe. places. But I feel like he's not a sneaky boy. I feel like he's also a face. His twin's really sneaky. Oh, he's a face and a heel, depending mm -hmm. on which Mary-Kate he is <laughs> I today. I don't know why <laughs> they haven't done that. I'm and sure they have. Wrestling's done everything. His uh, song he comes into is I Think I'm a Clone Now by Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> there it is. Done. Jimmy. Jimmy's a heel. I, I think he would be a face, no, except for in the drink. Now makes me think of him as just a piece of shit. I think Jimmy Cregan's like a manager character. Oh, he's a the, manager he's, who sometimes gets into the steps into the ring. He's like a Rick. Is the Paul not, Bearer? Not Ric Flair. Who's the guy who's always managing people? I don't. I don't know. You. He, he runs really? WWE. Or he, oh, Vince, Vince McMahon. Vince, he's a Vince McMahon. But Vince McMahon is like the most evil. He's the antagonist right. of the whole. Well, I feel like that Jim is like a good. A goody, goody, goody manager who's trying to always do the best and he always gets screwed over. Really? Because okay. I feel like he always comes into his songs with the best of intentions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, He's yeah, got a plan. That's true. But is in the drink, did he have the best intentions? No. He had the best intentions for the song. Uh, but not for his partner. Okay. Um, that's fair. So as a manager, maybe he doesn't come out with a weapon, but he's got a shit ton of stuff under the mm -hmm. ring. He's got a... I think he's... He's got a tiger. He's got crows you think he's got animals that's his preferred weaponry yeah based on what he's got bugs now you're pushing the narrative of jim being a ranger and having animal husbandry and animal affinity okay, so spiders are his thing then okay but he's terrified of them <laughs> he has the power to control spiders but he's terrified of spiders i don't can he just have a chair Sure. Okay. <laughs> so everyone, everyone at home, Jim just has a chair. Okay. No, I'm sorry. No, no he's a folding chair. He has it's a, a particularly nice folding chair. It's a folding yeah. chair that his brother nope. gave him. Nope. He has when a he, from he, when he graduated from managing school. <laughs> management yeah. school. He has a he has a, a little uh thing with a tarantula in it under the ring, and he tries to touch it. He goes, "Ooh, I can't touch it." And then he tries to touch it again, and he manages to pick up the the fucking uh holder, the 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 carrying case for the tarantula. Mm -hmm. Then what does he do? He just throws it into the ring. I don't know. What? How does a spider attack? Well, I was just thinking he pulls a lever and a bunch of spiders crawl up. Oh, I like that. Ring. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> that's good. He's biting everybody. So he puts it's a trap terrible. door on the crowd too. Just yeah, spiders just, everywhere. Just dumps. It's like confetti, but spiders. Love it. Uh, Kevin Hearn. Uh, I feel like Kevin Hearn is a over enthusiastic fan. Okay. That gets in. That, that, oh uh, wait, wait, wait! Did we didn't do Jim's theme song? 
Oh. Uh, Jim's theme song is the Spider-Man theme. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. Itsy bitsy spider. Uh, or it's, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, something with spiders in it. Spider in my room, I want to fuck it. Spider in my room, I want to fuck it. It's Jim's theme song for sure, 100%. Love that song. Uh, okay, so Kev. Kev's an over-enthusiastic fan, fan who I think thinks that wrestling is real, real. and mm-hmm. runs into the ring because he thinks they're being hurt. So he has a first aid kit. That's his weapon. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and he tries to pass he's, he's the medic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As everyone knows, the medic in wrestling. And so, so we've also got, you've also got this uh, narrative. with We have of narratives Clark. for all of yeah, them. Yeah, we do. The so, sweet, soft boy. So I th- yeah, he just, uh, I don't think he's trying to heal somebody. I think he's trying to like step in to keep people from being hurt don't stop hitting each other yeah like he, he tries to get in the he's the referee he tries to get into the oh, ring the ref. and break shit up yeah and he's not he's not corrupt at all no he's, he's a pure ref. famously famously pure so does he have preferred weaponry uh his whistle okay <laughs> very good and the ref's theme song is um let's get it started <laughs> Let's get it started. Who let the dogs out? Why who? Oh yeah, okay. Uh, why who let the dogs out? Because he's a he's an animal fan. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> you said a random song and then tried to justify it with nothing. So do you think Kevin Hearn has a dog? Yeah. Do you think he likes dogs? Yeah. Well, then I think we're okay with that. I think who, all of their theme songs are "Who Let, let the, the dogs, dogs Out." out. <laughs> Great. I think Kevin's theme because song. Because I'm worried about them. Who let the dogs out? Because I'm very worried about them because they're out. They've been outside for a really long time. Right. And it's cold because it's getting towards winter. Oh, what a poor boy Kevin is. He just wants to make sure everybody's okay. I love Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, you did good. Rick, thanks for the question. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's Ev, the end of the episode. We did it. Oh, hey. Whoopee wee. Whoopee wee. Whoopee wee. Weep, weep, weep. Weep, weep, weep. Weep for me, my uh, children. <laughs> you can review us on iTunes. Um, in fact, you don't even have to review us. You can review anything. Mm-hmm. Bricks. Bricks. Masonry. Yeah. All review. I want you to think about your favorite architectural landmark mm-hmm. and review that on our iTunes feed. Please. So, Statue of Liberty. Um, Grand Camium. So, liber- liberty. <laughs> That's where we freed all the birds. Uh, Ev, a short announcement. We're going to take two weeks off. Oh, yeah. Next week is Christmas. The week after that is New Year's Day. None of y'all are listening to podcasts, but we are going to come back on January 8th with a wrap-up episode for Born on a Pirate Ship. We've never done a wrap-up episode before, but we have such a big guest. We have a very special guest for you. Should we ruin it now? It is Santa Claus. Santa Claus. January 8th. He's done with his things for the yeah, year. he's tired. He's the, he's like, it's like his refractory period. Yes, right? that's right. He has ejaculated <laughs> presents all over the good kids and boys. And now he's going to ejaculate his presents all over our podcast. Yes. Santi himself. True. Ho, ho, ho. We do have a big great guest. old ho himself. <laughs> loves to fuck them elves. Holy shit. We have a huge guest uh, we're not going to tell you who it is. Uh, coming up on January 8th, we're going to have a short interview with him. No specific song. And then we're going to wrap up shoe, or Shoebox. We're going to wrap up Born on a Pirate Ship. And then January 15th, we are going to have the song One Week. week. And that's not us ending the episode. That is just us saying the song One Week. I'm so excited. We're at stunt. Holy shit. We did it. We're going to have so many good guests. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have some very special episodes for you in January. Um, and uh, yeah. We got some big guests. Flotsam, some Jetsam. Oh, yeah. The the two eels from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, yes, Flotsam indeed. Flotsam and Jetsam. Um, beyond- we got Sebastian. <laughs> we, got we got Flounder. Flounder. We got Ariel. Prince we got Prince Eric. Eric. 
the nothing man. <laughs> <laughs> we got the voice, René Abergenois, the voice of the French chef. Who is that? René Abergenois. But uh, what would I know him from? Uh... You wouldn't know him from anything. I wish Mr. Food were the voice of the chef on Little Mermaid. Oh, it's so good. Is he dead? <laughs> I don't know. I think he died. That's depressing. Well, uh, you can get with us on Facebook where it's all been done about ladies podcast. You can get with us on Twitter at been done pod. Um, that's about it. Uh, thank you. We'll see you again in one week. See you again in three weeks. Fuck. Bye. See you again in. We'll see you again. See you again. Well, three, three weeks. weeks. One week. One week, three, one, three times. weeks. Bye. Bye.